Hosea chapter 11, reversal of the exodus, return to Egypt and exile in Assyria. When Israel was a young man, I loved him like a son, and I summoned my son out of Egypt. But the more I summoned them, the farther they departed from me. They sacrificed to the Baal idols and burn incense to images. Yet it was I who led a frame. I took them by the arm, but they did not acknowledge that I had healed them. I drew them with leather cords, with straps of hide. I lifted the yoke from their neck and gently fed them. They will return to Egypt. Assyria will rule over them because they refuse to repent. A sword will flash in their cities. It will destroy the bars of their city gates and will devour them in their fortresses. My people are obsessed with turning away from me. They call to Baal and he will never exalt them. The Divine Dilemma, Judgment or Mercy How can I give up, O Ephraim? How can I surrender you, O Israel? How can I treat you like Admar? How can I make you like Zeboim? I have had a change of heart. All my tender compassions are aroused. I cannot carry out my fierce anger. I cannot totally destroy Ephraim. Because I am God and not man, the Holy One among you, I will not come in wrath. God will restore the exiles to Israel. He will roar like a lion, and they will follow the Lord when he roars. His children will come trembling from the west. They will return in fear and trembling like birds from Egypt, like doves from Assyria. And I will settle them in their homes, declares the Lord. God's lawsuit against Israel, breach of covenant. Ephraim has surrounded me with lives. The house of Israel has surrounded me with deceit. But Judah still roams around about with God. He remains faithful to the Holy One. Hosea chapter 12. Ephraim continually feeds on the wind. He chases the east wind all day. He multiplies lies and violence. They make treaties with Assyria and send olive oil as tribute to Egypt. The Lord also has a covenant lawsuit against Judah. He will punish Judah according to his ways and repay him according to his deeds. Israel must return to the God of Jacob. In the womb he attacked his brother. In his manly vigour he struggled with God. He struggled with an angel and prevailed. He wept and begged for his favour. He found God at Bethel, and there he spoke with him. As for the Lord God Almighty, the Lord is the name by which he is remembered. But you must return to your God by maintaining love and justice, and by waiting for your God to return to you. The Lord refutes Israel's false claim of innocence. The businessmen love to cheat. They use dishonest scales. Ephraim boasts, I am very rich. I have become wealthy. In all that I have done to gain my wealth, no one can accuse me of any offence that is actually sinful. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt. I will make you live in tents again as in the days of old. I spoke to the prophets. I myself revealed many visitors. I spoke in parables through the prophets. Is there idolatry in Gilead? Certainly inhabitants will come to nothing. Do they sacrifice bulls in Gilgal? Surely their altars will be like stones, heaped up on a ploughed field. Jacob in Aram, Israel in Egypt, and Ephraim in trouble. Jacob fled to the country of Aram, then Israel worked to acquire a wife. He tended sheep to pay for her. The Lord brought Israel out of Egypt by a prophet, and due to a prophet Israel was presented alive. But Ephraim 
bitterly provoked him to anger, so he will hold him accountable for the blood he has shed. His Lord will repay him for the contempt he has shown. Hosea chapter 13, Baal worshippers and calf worshippers to be destroyed. When Ephraim spoke, there was terror. He was exalted in Israel, but he became guilty by worshipping Baal and died. Even now they persist in sin. They make metal images for themselves, idols that they skillfully fashion from their own silver. All of them are nothing by the work of craftsmen. There is a saying about them, those who sacrifice to the calf idol are calf kissers. Therefore they will disappear like the morning mist, like early morning dew that evaporates, like chaff that is blown away from the threshing floor, like smoke that disappears through an open window. Well-fed Israel will be fed to wild animals. But I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, Therefore you must not acknowledge any God but me, except for me there is no Saviour. I cared for you in the wilderness, in the dry desert, where no water was. When they were fed they became satisfied, when they were satisfied they became proud. As a result they forgot me, so I will pounce on them like a lion, like a leopard I will lurk up by the path. I will attack them like a bear robbed of her cubs. I will rip open their chests. I will devour them like a lion, like a wild animal would tear them apart. Israel's king, unable to deliver the nation. I will destroy you, O Israel. Who is there to help you? Where then is your king, that he may save you in all your cities? Where are your rulers from whom you asked, saying, Give me a king and princes? I granted you a king in my anger, and I will take him away in my wrath. Israel's punishment will not be withheld much longer. The punishment of Ephraim has been decreed. His punishment is being stored up for the future. The labour pains of a woman will overtake him, but the baby will lack wisdom. When the time arrives, he will not come out of the womb. The Lord will not relent from the threatened judgment. Will I deliver them from the power of Sheol? No, I will not. Will I redeem them from death? No, I will not. O death, bring on your plagues. O Sheol, bring on your destruction. My eyes will not show any compassion. The capital of the northern empire will be destroyed. Even though he flourishes like a reed plant, a scorching east wind will come, a wind from the Lord rising up from the desert. As a result, his spring will die up, his well will become dry. That wind will spoil all his delightful foods in the containers in his storehouse. Samaria will be held guilty because she rebelled against God. They will fall by the sword. Their infants will be dashed to the ground. Their pregnant women will be ripped open. Matthew chapter 19. Questions about divorce. Now when Jesus finished these sayings, he left Galilee and went to the region of Judea beyond the Jordan River. Large crowds followed him, and he healed them there. Then some Pharisees came to him in order to test him. They asked, Is it lawful to divorce a wife for any cause? He answered, Have you not read from the beginning the Creator made them male and female, and said, For this reason a man will leave his father and mother, and will be united with his wife, and two will become one flesh? So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore what God has joined together, let no one separate. They said to him, Why did Moses command us to give a certificate of dismissal and to divorce her? 
Jesus said to them, Moses permitted you to divorce your wives because of your hard hearts. But from the beginning, it was not this way. Now I say to you that whoever divorces his wife, except for immorality, and marries another, commits adultery. The disciples said to him, If this is the case of a husband with a wife, it is better not to marry. He said to them, Not everyone can accept that statement except those to whom it has been given. For there are some eunuchs who were what they were from birth, and some who were made eunuchs by others, and some who became eunuchs for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. The one who is able to accept this should accept it. Jesus and the little children. Then little children were brought to him to lay his hands on them and pray, but the disciples scolded those who brought them. But Jesus said, Let the little children come to me and do not try to stop them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. And he placed his hands on them and went on his way. The rich young man. Now someone came up to him and said, Teacher, what good thing must I do to gain eternal life? He said to him, Why do you ask me about what is good? There is only one who is good. But if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. Which ones? he asked. Jesus replied, Do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not give false testimony. Honour your father and mother, and love your neighbour as yourself. The young man said to him, I have wholeheartedly obeyed all these laws. What do I still lack? Jesus said to him, If you wish to be perfect, go sell your possessions and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But when the young man heard this, he went away sorrowful, for he was very rich. Then Jesus said to the disciples, I tell you the truth, it will be hard for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. Again I say, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter into the kingdom of heaven. The disciples were greatly astonished when they heard this and said, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and replied, This is impossible for mere humans, but for God all things are possible. Then Peter said to him, Look, we have left everything to follow you. What then will there be for us? Jesus said to them, I tell you the truth. In the age when all things are renewed, when the Son of Man sits on his glorious throne, you who have followed me will also sit on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And whoever has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or fields for my sake will receive a hundred times as much and will inherit eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last first.'" 